I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a podcast dedicated to creating a living oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. As performers, we pick up skills that we incorporate into our shows. Be it music or juggling or magic, these skills capture the imagination of our audiences. Combine these skills with a certain charm and a few well-crafted routines, and you can make a living out of getting crowds to suspend their disbelief while you take them on the sort of adventure that can fit into a suitcase. But what happens when those skills find their way into everyday situations? Do you admit to being a performer, or do you infuse some wonder into the world simply because you can? Charlie Caper found himself making this choice in a story we're calling Cult of the Compass. You getting another beer? Oh yeah, well I'm gonna fill mine here. Oh yeah. The best interviews are always over a few beers. That's the truth. I've discovered. In my long, my long and storied history of doing interviews for it, stories from the pitch, it's uh, is that why journalists are always alcoholics? Yeah, I guess so. Mmm, that explains a lot. All right, so now you make this around the world trip. Have you pre-chosen your destinations with anything in mind? As far oh, as I have an amazing you? India story if you want to hear oh. it. <laughs> there's this trick. There's a magic trick that Tom Stone had taught me. Tom is a magician, but there's a magic trick where you take out an old pocket watch and you say. This was my grandfather's pocket, whatever. And then the exact time that he passed away, it stopped. You tell this story. And then, which time do you think he passed away? And someone gets a set time. And then you open the pocket watch. And the lid sort of springs open. And these, a couple of nuts and bolts fly out and stuff. And on a spring, on a long spring, the watch face is stuck. Like, and the time on the watch face is the time that they just set. It's a pretty nice little trick. Yeah. And I was in India... And I had become fascinated by these tricks. So I wanted to build one. And I was in Mumbai. And I went to the Thieves Market, which is a market in Mumbai. Apparently, that's when you, you get your hubcaps stolen from your car and you go there and buy them back. <laughs> okay. sort of a story. Hey, there they are. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there to find like a nice old watch to build this from. And so I, wa- I looked through a bunch of shops and I find an old pocket watch. Actually, it's up there, Brian. You can see it on the shelf. I'll take it. I'll show it to you. Uh, that's the boing, boing, oh, yeah, boing, 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 boing. This is the trick right here. I've yeah. got it here in my flat right now. How come it doesn't make that sound that you're making with your mouth? Well, because it's not... It's, because that's, that's the sound in my head. All right, sh- hold on. I'm going to record. It's pretty cool. Like, And it pops out of a closed watch. It's a good trick. It's a very good trick. Yeah. would never it, work in a street show. No. It's funny thing that doesn't even fit in there. No, it's big. Isn't that 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 which is sort of a giveaway, but it's cool. Yeah, but if you see like this, yeah. you wouldn't know that the no, piece doesn't. No, you wouldn't fit know that it doesn't there. fit inside there. Yeah, it's really nice. That's I love that trick. So you so, made and this. Th- so this is the watch that I bought, right? See this watch? It's a nice, yeah. really old. Maybe it's not even real silver, but I think it's silver. So I bought this, and there was a guy who made these springs from mm-hmm. scratch. So I bought this, and then I was gonna go back and build it, and then I realized that. Ah, this is a really nice old silver pocket watch mm-hmm. I'm really crap at building shit there's a big chance I'll break it so I thought maybe I can find something that's a cheaper similar 
thing that I can build prototypes from, and then I can make the real yeah, one the, with this nice silver nice thing. So I went to, I found this place that sold brass compasses that had this sort of springy lid, spring, yeah, you know, open. like a pocket watch lid yeah. that pops open. And I bought one or two of those. And wh when I was buying them, I wanted to check that you could take the inside out because I just sort of needed the shell of it. So I asked the guy, can you take the compass part out? He's like, yeah, sure. And he takes out the compass part. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. And then on the way back to my hotel, I walk past another stand and they sell the same compass. And I just want to find out if I got a good price because you always get ripped off in this market. Mm -hmm. I asked the guy, like, hey, uh, how much is this compass? And he goes, well, it is uh, 500 rupees, but I can give you a discount because this one is broken. And he opens up this thing and it's exactly the one I already have bought. He opens it up and he shows and the, the sort of glass in the compass is broken and the, what do you call it, the digit is, has fallen off. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit broken for a compass. <laughs> yeah, totally broken. Yeah, it's completely, it's completely broken. Completely useless. <laughs> I can give you a discount because it's a little bit broken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't find north so much. Yeah. And I put my hands in my pocket and I feel the compass part of this other compass that I just bought that the guy took out to show me you can do it. That's in my pocket. And I just hide it in my hand or palm it as we magicians call yes. it. Palming. <laughs> Palming. As I had this compass part in my hand, and I say, hey, is it possible to take out the compass part? And he goes, yes, yes. And he takes out a knife and, like, takes 30 seconds to pry it off, like, price it out. And he goes, oh, here. And I take this compass part and I look at it and I go, well, it looks quite broken with the glass. And he's like, well, yes. And then I change it using magic techniques for the working one and I say it's working now and I give it to him and I just walk off <laughs> That's brilliant. and he is completely freaked out like and and of course it's a miracle yeah, yeah. what are the odds that some so random magician is gonna walk past no way, with yeah. a working part of the broken thing he's got in his stand it's just like Whoa! <laughs> that was amazing. That was really great. Just completely, yeah. I just happened to like, oh my, in my pocket, oh my, like, wow. I've got a working part. I've got to do this. I great have moment. to do this. I'm going to be a miracle worker for so that. So there person. might be that there's a cult now about me in India somewhere, like where they worship the guy in the hat and vest. Yeah. The guy the who heals man. watches and compasses. White compass man. Yeah. There might be like a crazy cargo cult of. Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. You should go back and find out. You should go back and find out. I hear there's a lot of sex and money in cults. <laughs> <laughs> Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the efforts of a dedicated team who share a passion for the recording, editing, and presenting of these stories. This episode is proudly sponsored by Dolphin Creative, a company who is proud to support street theater and all of the incredible characters who make up this world. Wherever you perform, Dolphin Creative salutes you. For more information, please visit dolphincreative.org and huge thanks to Stuart Avery and his team for sponsoring this episode. If you like what we're doing, please do swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website, click on the donate button, and throw a little love into our online hat. Your contributions really do allow us to create more content and grow this resource. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. 
Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, Executive Director Lindsay Lindbergh, Lead Story Producer Magic Brian, who captured this recording, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening.